welcome to Test Part, the podcast where you may as well watch the whole show instead. I am your host, Mark, and for the first time in this new decade, I am joined by my lovely co-hosts, Cassie and Andy. We back. We back. It's been a break. It's been the biggest break we've had since we we started doing this podcast, would you say? I think so. Are we going to be good at it anymore? Were we ever good at it? These are some questions I've asked myself over this day. I've spent this break just honing my yeah. skills. Oh, so you're going to be excellent, whereas we're both yeah. going to be trash. What What does that entail? I watched a lot of TV. Okay, that's half of what we do. Yeah, but um, didn't watch the episode we're doing today until just before you guys arrived. Over the break, I've just been, you know, getting pretty, pretty deep into Final Draft. Uh, just, you know, writing the uh, pilot I'm, I'm doing myself. Wait, you're doing a pilot yourself? Yeah, well, we've we've talked about it plenty of times. It's the pilot to the Malcolm in the Middle spinoff. Yeah, but I thought I was involved in, like, at least a minor way. Yeah, but this is a first draft. I'll get you guys in. Like, I kind of need the space to kind of... Uh, creatively you know, express Creatively yourself, yeah. express. Let, let the emotion flow through me. Um, I am a child of divorce. Um, yeah. So I'm going to... My mum didn't die like Lois does, um, but I am going to pretend... My mother is dead. For the entire writing? For the just entire writing contact. If she contacts you, you'll say ghost and throw your phone Yeah, the I'm, I am method like that. Yeah. Um, no, I've always found you to be. Yeah, and, you know, I'm just getting really into the, the mind of how I've been drinking a lot. I've been neglecting all the relationships in my life. Yeah, um, nice. I, I feel like I've I just have to get to... I've also been doing that, but just for fun. Just for fun, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I get to get to that point where I can I can truly write... From the perspective of someone who wants to get back in touch with his estranged son, Dewey. It's not Dewey. It's Dewey. But I just don't <laughs> know why. Not why can't you? It's with Dewey. a hard. It's with a hard D. Dewey. Oh, that's better. I think I said yeah, it like you guys say good. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the first thing you have to do is just like isolate the letters of his name, <laughs> and you'll get to Fuck the D, you. and then your job's done at that point. You've, you've <laughs> once you see that, then D, you're in a roll. Then you're gonna you're gonna go straight into the Ooey. I want to talk about something Andy did on his break. Oh, God. This sounds like you're going to be accused of something. Well, I want to discuss uh, that just before we started recording, Andy confided in Mark and I, but won't tell us the full details, that he went to see Little Women on his own, but won't say why. Oh, just like in a, in a, I don't know, in a funk, just in a little emotional place, and I just went and saw the film by myself. It's a true story. It's a real down, down. Why wouldn't you have told us that? Now it's sad on the podcast. Yeah, dude. Can yeah. you like bring it up a bit? Talk about like what what oh, happened to Little Women. Uh, well, then I'd be ruining the film potentially for a no, lot no, of no, people. no, no, no. Just like just just tell us the ending. Oh right, yeah, no, totally. <laughs> um, Timothy Chalamet marries another Me. lady. Yeah. Marries Cassie. That's something that happened over the holidays that no one ever heard about. Oh yeah, I married Timothy Chalamet. Mm. I think he's of an age now that I can say he's hot. Yeah, oh, uh, I'm not sure, but I was just going to say he's your husband, so you can say whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah, if if anything, by that I'm logic, Andy, let me just that. follow this logic for a second. If I mi- marry a child bride, mm-hmm. okay, so I go somewhere bad and I marry like a three year old, does that logic still stand? No, I think like it's a combination of them being legal and then you being married to them. Oh, wait. So like standard so life. If I'm married to them, I get to be the same as everyone else. Yeah. yeah. There's no benefit of... Uh, Why do people marry child brides then? Because <laughs> they're sickos? Yeah, I think so. Wait, I still... It's Why a kind of little women though? 
Because um, I was uh, thinking of getting a child bride. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wanted to check out the little Timothy, women on offer. Yeah, what, what did Timothy Chalamet do? Um, <laughs> did you want to learn about women? No, I. Uh, I more interested in the little part of it. <laughs> you Did you think they were little really, women? Like you wanted people. to watch the reality show Little Women. Little Little Women. No, it's called Big Little World. Women. I thought it was called like Little Women Big World. There's like a shit ton of them now. Uh, no, nineteen seventeen was on at eleven thirty. This was on at ten thirty, and I was in a funk at that time. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait around for half an hour. I'm going to yeah. watch a film now. Okay. Were they like Vern Troy a little, or were they like Peter Dinklage little? <laughs> Um, I don't know who Ventroy is, but Mini Me. Oh, I mean, <laughs> like Mini Me. Mini Me is like he's not small. Then he's way small. He's half the size of Dinklage. Really? Dinklage is a double Troyer, and I've always <laughs> said that. What about the one in Jackass? In Jackass, I'm Where glad you asked. I reckon Wee Man. Okay. Yeah, that's his name. He's so Dinklage, right? If we're gonna scale it, you've got your Troyer, Wee yeah. Man, then Dinklage. I don't care about this. I'm changing the topic entirely. The other day I found out that Peter Dinklage plays Tattoo in a biopic. And I'm not lying. <laughs> Are you what? kidding? Yeah. We need to have a movie yeah. night. Holy movie shit. night. Movie night. And you know what? Fantasy Island, man. This uh, shit's real. So what? I, I saw the poster and I was like, oh shit. That's ridiculous. And I went into the Wait, trailer. Wait, where did you see this poster? Uh, I saw it on streaming service. And so I watched the trailer. And then I was like, all right, this is going to be terrible. And I watched the trailer and the trailer was like a minute, minute and a half. And by the end of the minute and a half, I was like, fuck me, that looks really good. Is it the new horror version? No, no, he's not. He's playing. He's playing Tattoo He's playing like the actor who played Tattoo. It's like his story. It's a biopic of actual. I honestly, I'm serious about we need a movie night, the three of us, where we watch this. It's pretty crazy. And he does the voice as well. Like the the accent. I'm going to answer yes to that. Um, I'm I'm a the hard plane, no. Plane. Yeah, Andy and I movie night. And in the trailer, I think it. Can does, you download? A I think it begins with him saying "to plane, to plane" <gasps> in the trailer as well. It's fucking. Dude, what about a movie night where we just watch the trailer? <laughs> if you're not doing anything tonight, I would go look up the trailer for. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called like tattoo. I think it's called like dinner. It's not. It's not. It's not like it's like dinner with so and so or something like his name. Just look up Peter Dinklage look on up, IMDb. Yeah, and look up his height, okay? And then half it, you got yourself a Troyer. <laughs> then you've got a Dinklage. And then find out like, how tall Wee Man was. I reckon Wee Man's taller than Peter Dinklage. Do you guys remember that episode uh, where they get the t- smallest person in the world next to Wee Man? And Wee Man looks gigantic. Well, yeah, because Wee Man's not that short. I'm saying Wee Man's like four foot, four and a half. Yeah, because I reckon Wee Man's the biggest because when he was with the tiny little, little, little person, like the teeny tiny yeah. person, he looked like a big man. There's a third one, like a third little person. I do. There's many little people. Uh, no, no, but there's like a third famous one. Yeah, the one That's that did the Lord of the Rings in Harry Potter. Oh, shit, you're right. Okay, so we've got. Wait, he, was he also the Warwick, one from Warwick Life Davis. is Short? Yeah, so yeah, my dad really yeah. likes him. So I reckon you've got, if I'm to rank them on height, and God knows someone has to, I think we've got... <laughs> Doing the Lord's work right now. I think it's it's Vern Troyer. Then I think it's Warwick Davis. Then I think it's Peter Dinklage. Then I think it's Wee Man. So there's, you, there's a top four. You reckon there's four. Four, four main. The, the four. And they're all dudes. <laughs> Look at this guy. All right. Cassie, because you know so many famous little women, name two, name four of them. Uh, Saoirse Ronan. In two Emma episodes Watson. of Boston Legal I watched today, there were two separate little people that were both oh. women. Okay. What were their names? I don't remember, but if I was to rank them in high, 
Okay. Where do they fall on 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 the scale? Troya being the smallest and Wee Man being the tallest. Which Actually, we- no, we can go even taller. Like we could like put like Yao Ming is like the next level up because he's pretty tall. Like we just go from him to Yao Ming, who I, I'm right. It's like the seven foot tall basketball seven player. Seven foot yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's like the level of height too, which is Yao Ming. And <laughs> it then goes Yao Ming. And then one step down from w- that is Wee Man. <laughs> Wee Man. <laughs> and then obviously you've got your Dinklage, your your Davis, and then your Troya. I reckon they're between Davis and Troya, both of them. Interesting. Between Davis and Troya. They're, little they're short. People they're, are they're, big, they're, they're small. They're very small. Yeah. Little people are a big part of Boston Legal. Why? Why? Um, is is Boston Legal the one that had the dancing baby? Or was that Alec McBeal? Not Alec. Alec McBeal. It must have been Alec McBeal because I've not heard of this. It was a cultural phenomenon. Okay. Boston Legal, by the way, is like one of my favorite shows in the world. And, um, it went, ooga chaka, ooga, ooga. <laughs> it's definitely and, not and then, Boston. Like, she was having like a mental breakdown or something and she was like she had like a freak out in the bathroom and she looked to her left and there was a you know the dancing baby like the 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 internet gif from like the early internet it was like no. a baby and it was like computer animated and it was dancing no and she's like in the because they had the unisex bathroom no and she's like looking around she keeps seeing the dancing baby everywhere no. and the music <laughs> in the background's going ooga chaka ooga ooga it was huge dude <laughs> everyone was talking I don't about know, it i don't know that either that Just sounds by the fact that you're how made she, you mean that it must be close to flockard okay name one other person in that in Ali McBeal. yeah so it means it can't be boston legal oh shit no you're right but maybe it was uh james <laughs> Oh, man, Spader. Spader. Maybe James Spader. Maybe they did a crossover episode where the, <laughs> where the dancing baby is in both courtrooms. I feel like, like Boston Legal is probably one of my favorite shows of all time. And if they jump the shark with a dancing baby, I'd probably... I, I don't know the context. I know that, the, like, it sounds like this was me it's just stupid, making shit up. But it's but, stupid, But right? it was big. Like, people were talking about the dancing baby. Alec McBeal was big. Yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, okay, if we're going to rate them in levels, <laughs> it goes Ali McBeal, Dancing Baby, Yao Ming. As, as in, in terms of big it things, just in terms of big things, he went Ali McBeal, The Dancing Baby, and then Yao Ming, a little bit bigger than both of them put together. I watched a documentary about him once. He's so likable. Yao Ming. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. Yao Ming on The Dancing Baby. Please <laughs> specify. <laughs> He is likable. Like everywhere he goes, it's like ooga chaka. <laughs> it was that song as well. You know that song? No. The one you just sung? Stupid. Yeah. But like that song itself that song, is silly. The song you keep continuing yeah. to sing. Because that's a song. It goes, it goes ooga chaka. <laughs> and then after that, it just goes into a normal song. But ooga chaka. Is the opening? Yeah. Remember like, the Zorba dance? Ooga chaka. Yeah. And then it goes, ooga, then it goes ooga, ooga chaka. This feeling, you know that song? <laughs> no, it's a da, fucking da, 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 yeah, yeah. But in the background, there's a fucking dipshit going organ, <laughs> and that guy probably doesn't have an instrument in that band. <laughs> he showed up to the recording studio, <laughs> and, he, and they're like, and they're like, Larry, you forgot your bass guitar. He's like, call me crazy, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I've got a different idea. I got a part that's gonna got, blow your mind. We're not gonna put bass. We're not gonna even put drums in this song. <laughs> you sing. <laughs> I've created a couple of words that I really like. There's Uga and Chaka. And I'm just going <laughs> to roll with them, bro. I'm just going to say them throughout the whole thing. me out. It's going to be great. And it, that sounds you know, like inside Lewin Davis when Adam Driver's just doing that outer space. I would outer marry him too. Space. And yeah. he does all these other weird noises as well. Oh, 
What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> That's stupid. Uh, it's really hot in this room, and I think it's I think it's affected me. This, <laughs> this yeah, can I just say it's for our love few listeners that I don't have the fan on right now. Yeah, it's it would mess with the the microphone. It would it would pick it up in the background. You wouldn't be able to hear my dosset tones when I say Ooga Chaka. Occasionally, I listen to podcasts and I can hear their like air conditioning or their fans, and I'm like rude. Yeah, turn it off for an hour. <laughs> if you don't, come on, guys. There's <laughs> etiquette, and I know the etiquette. Yeah, because I make the number one podcast that takes place in my house. <laughs> We're actually becoming the number one Boys Over Flowers podcast, I think. People keep That's listening sick. to that episode. People should listen to that episode. I, I feel like that it was a good episode. <laughs> is that the not. only one you ever posted on Twitter? I reckon that's oh, the only that's one he weird. didn't post on Twitter. <laughs> and that's why people are actually listening to it's it. It's honestly a bit fucked if that's the only one you ever post on Twitter. It, it, it just shows that my marketing ability is a <gasps> sensation. Like, I don't want to be anti-science, so yeah. <laughs> like, science is science. Would I be right in saying that Andy's bad at picking episodes? Yeah, okay, look, let's talk about I mean, this. if we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of, of what we do every week on this podcast, and if this is your first time listening to this podcast because you thought, it's 2012, I'm going to branch out, I've been listening it's to all the popular... It's 2020. Let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Will you let me finish? Uh-huh. 2012 in, in Y2K. Y2K just happened 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still reeling from it. I'm going to listen to a new podcast before that. And this is what I was going to say. Before that, I'm going to listen to every other podcast up until 2020. And then I'm going to listen to this one that no one's ever heard of. Mm. If this is the first time listening and we apologize for the beginning and probably the middle and the end of this episode. Yeah. What we do every week is we watch a new pilot TV show episode. And let me go back on a couple of words I just said. Yeah. First of all, I said new, and that doesn't apply because we'll watch them whether they're new, old. Especially this episode. This is very old. Uh, pilot episode rarely applies as well. Usually we watch the first episode. We've been known to chuck in a third episode every now and then. <laughs> Sometimes, I think even <laughs> one, one time spicy. it was a fifth episode. Yeah. I don't know if rules can Well, three times us. we did episodes in season five, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what we do is we watch a pilot episode every week and then we we rate and review them and then we're going to create a big list of the best pilot TV shows of all time. And then once we're finished, we'll be heroes, I guess. We will, Look, we are heroes, but it's we will be... Um, I feel like I our... Talked about forever. I thought we were meant to be... Ri- once at the end, we were meant to be writing the next season of Heroes. Yeah. That's what I thought you we guys We are going to write the next season of Heroes okay. just because, like, obviously. But um, right. if we're talking about cultural phenomenons, let's go to Heroes for a bit. Remember when everyone was obsessed with yeah, Heroes? Yeah, that show was You amazing. guys talk about Heroes way too much. First season was amazing. Yeah, so Peter Petrelli. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. Can we talk about <laughs> Peter Petrelli? And we open on his butt. Yeah. Um, and there was a guy on that who had the power to, like, absorb other people's powers. That was dope. Zachary, Zachary Quinto was in it. I don't think <gasps> that was his pa- I Didn't like he just him. eat people's brains? Save the cheerleader, save the world. Yeah, that was the thing. Mm. And, then, uh, and then it shit is bad at Hayden season two. Hayden Yeah, nice. I don't know. Just jumping off what Mark was saying earlier, Andy, remember when we spoke about how I should be banned and then I brought us the best rated show that we've ever had? Yeah, This Is Us was pretty good. Yeah, possibly you should be banned. I got a que- I got something though. I think you guys just need to open your minds uh, a little bit. I if you, you open I think your before. mind too much, I think your brain you go, will fall I think out. you go. Yeah, nice. And I think that's I what's think, happened to you. I think, <laughs> my my brain fell out of my head a long time ago. Yeah. I think you you just go, you guys go in with a, a terrible mindset. It's just gonna you gotta you gotta play the part of the 
the podcast host. Yeah, you know, and make what, it I, you know what I think, Andy? I Don't think before you, you come to it, because this is what I think you do. I think every week when it's your turn, we go around and we say, oh, Andy, what do we have next week? And I think you go, oh, no, I haven't thought of anything. I'm going to think of the first show that comes into my mind. And you don't do any research. And then you say it. And it ends up being a TV show that goes for, I want to say this show went for 19 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Might it, be wrong. It went for 22. 22 minutes. 24. It, it had about... I don't think so with the credits. Yeah, it had about three scenes in the entire show. You mean without? No, the, there was mean? literally three. I counted. There were three okay, scenes. So you've picked a show with three scenes, uh, twenty-four minutes. Um, so, <laughs> you know what? He's got a goddamn point, Cassie. Uh, <laughs> right, if you can't talk, for, if you can't talk for an hour and ten minutes about a show that went for thirty, you're doing your job wrong. Yeah, you shouldn't be a podcast host. That is true. That we've, is true. I was about to say we've done more with less, but I don't think we've ever had less. But We've done more. <laughs> We've done more with more. <laughs> yeah, we sure have. <laughs> and, We've uh, done a lot with little people already, so that fills in some time. Well, I bet there are little people in Doctor Who ongoing. Oh, de- later on the show, like robot little people are and- so exploited in this show, for sure. Yeah, no, I can feel it. Um, I also do have to say that because we can't get the rest of this season, standard rules apply that if this is our lowest rated uh, show... I- are you sure about that? I think we can get the rest of this. No, season. I Wikipedia'd it, and they're literally missing. I thought that was like season four. I feel like season one is season one the one that's missing. Yeah, I Wikipedia'd it just to make sure before I put in my ranking. See, this, so to be clear, this, Andy, just just just, just hear me out here. This is the third or fourth show you've picked that's about twenty minutes. Yeah, this is the second show you've picked where it's impossible to watch the whole yeah. season, and that's. And that's where I'll agree with you in the <laughs> sense that I don't, I don't, uh, I don't I'll do agree. my research. That's where I will agree. Yeah, you I know what? That's research. where I draw the line <laughs> at me being bad at this. <laughs> I draw the line there, and I get on your side of the line, and I agree with you. Yeah, uh, but I'm happy because it, like, it, there's a very good chance we're going to watch season two of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I'd say that's a bit premature to say that, but you know what's not premature, and it always comes on time is fast facts. <laughs> So I'm going to jump. What are the right fast now. facts? Tell us. The show we are talking about today is Doctor Who, and we are talking about the original run of Doctor Who. And so uh, this does not include the revivals that have happened in the late '90s, mid 2000s. I don't fucking know. This show ran from 1963 to 1989. It had 696 episodes over 26 seasons. Ugh. Overall, this show gets an 8.4 on IMDb. And this episode, An Unearthly Child, the pilot episode, one of the rare times we've done a pilot episode, has an 8.2 on IMDb. 8.2? I will agree with you on that outrage. (laughs) It's... It's ridiculous. Wait, what's the what's the Harry Potter one called? The something child. The cursed child. Okay, it's not the same, guys. It's not the same. <laughs> okay, here's a couple of things. I've every time I claim something here, I'm always wrong, but I'm feeling confident. Okay. This is the first time on Test Pilot we've done a show that's black and white. I think so. Yeah. This is the longest running show we've done on Test Pilot. Yes. Yeah. Not maybe not continuous because it did have a break. No, this is the original run. This is this is nineteen sixty three to eighty nine. It had a break. That and it is came back. Wild. Twenty six. That's twenty six years. Twenty six seasons as well, brother. That's a lot. Yeah, that's it. That's why and that's, that's got to be our longest running. Yeah, I think it is. Fuck yeah, dude! I chose some record bre- a record breaker right here. You did look. You did. 
This is a record-breaking show. And you've got a pilot, so like... It also wasn't my... Re- this this is a, wasn't my recommendation. It was a... Uh, All right, <laughs> name names. I want to shit-talk this guy. What? No, <laughs> I want to fight them. His name's David, and he uh, recommended this this pilot, and I thought it... How many episodes of our show has David listened to? Zero? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I bet you it's zero. Yeah. No, because he has it on... He has... Uh, if it's our- not zero, he's mad at me specifically, and I don't know why. <laughs> What have I done to you, David? Yeah, but he David. does have the. He subscribed to the podcast because he's like, "How come it, the episode hasn't come out yet?" Oh, so, so like, he, he gets like notifications every week. He has, I'm not sure if he listens, but he gets notifications about when the okay, episode. So he's going to listen to this, okay, David. Okay, first of all, don't bad you mouth get David. this episode. Second of he's all, British. If you don't listen to it, why? Why mention that a new episode hasn't come out? It doesn't affect you, I'm, brother. I'm Third not saying he all, doesn't. Well, he maybe he does. A, we're not allowed a holiday, Stop David. Stop having to go at David, man. Third of all, David, if you happen to have the whole first season somewhere on USB or yeah, some shit. Up, no. And you tell us all. <laughs> I will fuck you up. I will fuck you up you know so hard happened. that your family won't recognize you because your face will be fucked up. They will fuck you up. You know what Cassie's gone and done? She's gone on Wikipedia and she's edited this season's thing and been like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, you it can't actually exist. find yeah, it. Did you look exist. on Wikipedia? It does say that. I didn't look, but I know you can. anyone can edit I don't Wikipedia. know how. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we should jump in to this episode. It was short. Uh-huh. There wasn't much to it. No. There were four characters. There were. Yeah. And I'm guessing we can't characters. name any one of them. I can. Oh. Susan. Barbara, the doctor. Don't know the t- male teacher's name. Yes, yeah, I actually do. What's his tame? What's his tame? <laughs> What's his tame? Tell his tame. Tell me tame. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh. This episode's dumb. Oh come on! Like no, not of the show. I mean, of our podcast. All oh, right, I'm yeah. sweaty. I am also <laughs> sweaty. That's good content. It's hot. Okay, hot content. The it's Ian. The science teacher's name was Ian. All right. So you got. Set the team. You got Doctor Who doesn't have a name. You got Ian. Yeah. Then you got Barbara, who's the sci- uh, the history teacher. Then you got Susan. They Foreman. always are, aren't they? What history teachers? Barbara's. Barbara. I thought you meant women. Yeah. What history teachers? You know what? Pretty much. I feel like every history teacher I ever had was a woman. Well, a friend of ours is a history teacher. He's a guy. Well, I'm saying in my I was saying Barbara's are history teachers. Oh. Name one Barbara that isn't. But seriously, and you can't oh, say no. Barbara Bush <laughs> or Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. <laughs> Okay, they don't count. I don't. That's the only two Barbara. And you stop yeah. saying Barbara Bush. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, truly, they're the only two Barbaras in the entire world. Well, because Barbara is such a dated name. What yeah. about Barbara from Stranger Things? Do you reckon that's why they become history teachers? Because their name's so dated, and they're like, "Well, if I'm so fucking dated, I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna look back in the past to find out all the famous Barbaras." And yeah. Barbara Bush and Barbara Walters already taken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. So we open the episode. <laughs> With theremin. And there's a lot of theremin. Oh, yeah. What is theremin? The instrument, the theremin. It does the sound of this. Oh, is that the one where you... Yeah, it's like a a antenna that you go... Yeah, okay, so the moment I heard the noise, I groaned. Oh, can we talk about the actual music in this episode? It's dope. It was hectic. Like I felt like my ears were going to bleed. Yeah, it was really loud, yeah. It was loud, it was intense, and it was long. So... For a show that... Here's another thing about this show. The show was very short, which we've discussed. Half of it was the opening song. <laughs> it, it went for a real... So the song goes, and I feel like everyone knows the Doctor Who uh-huh. theme song. So sing it, Mark. Woo! Woo! 
like that um i did the that hand movement. thank you but what i didn't know about the doctor who song and this they might have stopped this after the pilot i would advise they should that after it had finished going up and down it had about 20 to 30 seconds of yeah. just over just the ringing just ringing noise non-stop yeah. and that was fucking that was daunting yeah it was confronting hey it set the tone of the episode bro daunting and confronting uh-huh well, they did confront that's, a lot Look, of that's correct. It is daunting, <laughs> confronting, and confusing. It was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, we can get to ratings later on. I mean, I'm assuming I know exactly what you're both going to give it. I reckon you're, you're going to be not shocked. But pleasantly surprised. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of my sentence. I reckon you're not going to be shocked, but it's not going to be as low as, like, I'm not giving it a one. I think you guys should gear up for the world's saddest season of TV, which is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season, season two. two. It is bad. It's pathetic. Ooh. It's good that we get to watch Real Housewives season one, follow that up with a whole season of Sweet Life of American Teenagers. I know I said it wrong. Yeah, me the, too. And then the third, we get to jump back into Housewives because mm. I've missed them. So have I. I've missed Taylor. What's, what's Kim? Ke- 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 nah, there's Kim. Adriana. Uh-huh. Adrian. Lisa. Lisa. Absolutely. Yeah. Dwarf. <laughs> Dwarf. Dwarf. Taylor. Jordan. Kayla. No, Ka- Kiara. No. Kyle. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. That's all right. Ka- Dancer. Uh, yeah, dancers. I've actually, I've got, some, I've got some Kyle coming up for you Camille. guys. Camille. In a different way. Camille. Yeah. I do actually have some Kyle coming up for you guys. I called Cam and I was like, Cam? And then I was like, she couldn't finish it. Um, <laughs> should we enter Doctor Who at all this episode? No, no, we should definitely go through the entire episode, Andy. Let's do it. So. <laughs> we open on a classroom. No, we don't. We open on a junkyard. Yeah, we open on a junkyard. <laughs> I missed it. We we pan through the junkyard. Well, which, no, it opens which, on a cop first. Yeah, why? I don't know. Okay, so a cop, a cop walks slowly down an alleyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he turns around and like, Opens put, the junkyard. Yeah, he like shines his light on the junkyard. It's like, oh, this kind of looks suspicious. It's like, dude, it's a junkyard. Yeah. Can I have whatever it wants in there. Yeah. Mind your little sticky You're so bit. defended. Yeah. Defense from the junkyard. So he opens up the junkyard door uh-huh. and it's it's an indoor junkyard that's obviously a, a television studio. Yeah, exactly. It's um, got all this crazy, like it's got- um, It's filmed in a television studio. Yeah, exactly. And they're not trying to hide the fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most junkyards are outdoors. Mm-hmm. This one, no. It's 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 in a small room. Yeah, it's kind of like a television studio. Yeah, some would say. Yep, <laughs> it's kind of like a lot of yeah. a set. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit of that. They 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 pan around the room of three other items, mm. and once they're mannequins, done, yeah, lots of mannequins. Once they've once they've really not given that any room to breathe. They go straight across to the the TARDIS. Yeah, the phone booth. Yeah, I mean not the police booth. Yeah, the poli- which which is it's a, a TARDIS. Which is TARDIS. Uh-huh. And I actually wrote down what TARDIS stands for. It's not for, even but we'll, we'll, a we'll TARDIS. It's just TARDIS because I always thought it was a TARDIS. I thought it was TARDIS, but I'm assuming there are a couple of. T- I will. I think there are going to be more. There's TARDISes. more TARDISes. Yeah. Can so now rate them in high. Yeah. All right. All right. So, <laughs> um, serious this, question. Though. This TARDIS. Serious question. Yeah, yeah. Is a TARDIS as big as Yao Ming? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no, put it on the scale. Uh, it's in between Yao Ming and uh, Wee Man. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. okay. But I mean, like, where okay. do both those... You said both those girls sit in between um, Warwick Davis and uh, Little Boy? And <laughs> and um, the one from Austin Powers. Yeah. What's he called? Uh, Vern Troyer. 
Van Troy. Troy. Yeah. Troy. Troy. What would you, what you were saying like Troy? Hop, Van Troy. Troy. Yeah. I don't even know if we're talking English right <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I saw a little person on a totally different TV show the day, oh, and it was shit. a woman again. What show was it? The comeback, like really old HBO show. Yeah, I watched that recently. Did you? Did you like it? I really like it. I really like it, but I don't remember a little person in it. So it's the episode where they get the woman who's the little person who's been on um, The Amazing Race to be her assistant for a crossover <laughs> reality show. Yeah, it's yeah. a good episode. She was she was Wee Man level height. Maybe taller. Definitely. I'd say Wee Man or taller, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How uh, offensive is this? Like very. It's not though because it's it's a, it's an empirical actually, no, measurement. Actually, because like okay, radar set of heights. I actually don't know between you two, but I want to say Mark, Andy, me. Yeah, Daisy. I'd say the same thing. Yeah, Mark, Andy, me, Daisy. Yeah. no one's offended. No, no. But if we're going to put it on the actual scale, it would be Yao Ming, me, Andy, <laughs> you. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Where's the Tardis? Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yao Ming, Tardis, me, Andy, Cassie. Yeah. Comeback girl from one episode of the Comeback. <laughs> Wee Man, um, Peter Dinklage, Warwick Davis, Warwick Davis, the two girls from Boston Legal, <laughs> Troya, Vern Troya, and then Daisy, Wait, uh, Dancing Baby, <laughs> and then Daisy. I okay. think Daisy's taller than a Dancing Baby. Oh, fuck. Okay, so she's the height of about a three-year-old. No way. Is she the height of a three-year-old? Yao Ming. I can show you photos of her standing next to three-year-olds. Tardis. <laughs> naturally. Yes. Me, Andy, she's Cassie. Oh yeah. No, when she's standing. She gets standing, right? Girl from one episode <laughs> of The Comeback. Mm-hmm. Wee Man. Oh, shit. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Two girls, two from, girls Boston. from Boston Legal. Troya. Daisy. Troy. Wait, is Daisy bigger than Vern? No, no. Okay. No, I reckon Daisy is smaller than Vern Troya. Daisy. Dancing Baby. Maybe. Was that it? Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. it. So the smallest you can get is Dancing Baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and the tallest you can get is Yummy. Well, I mean, for now. Is he bigger than... For now. For now, the TARDIS is big on the inside, but not that big. Yeah, exactly. If you go inside TARDIS, oh, definitely it's like smaller a, than Yummy. It's a <laughs> okay, I'm I'm happy with that. Okay, so we see the we see the TARDIS. This is all done in one shot, by the way, which I thought was pretty do- decent back from like the 50s or whenever this was. This shot. is a question I had. Was it, or do they just not have editing skills? Yeah, maybe I don't know. This like, is a quickly, question. Or, get they have, in or they have good editing skills, and it wasn't done in one shot. I'm gonna guess it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Something to address here. We're rating pilot episodes of TV shows. Are we contextually rating them? So, like, am I rating this show based on the time it was made, based on everything? Yeah, you've got to. Or am I rating it compared to the other shows we've done? I just rate it. I I think to some extent, I just rate out of my enjoyment, to be honest. Exactly. But I really enjoyed MASH. Dude, do I ever, like, even know any, like, camera skills or, like, directorial Notes? No. I think it's clear you don't. Exactly. (laughs) Just based on that description. So I just rate it. See, Mark's a known producer and I went to media school. Producer? (laughs) Producer. (laughs) And the award for best camera skills goes to... (laughs) And the award for best directorial... (laughs) Directorial note goes to... (laughs) So we see the TARDIS in all its glory. I don't know what happened to the cop at this point. He's he gone. just disappeared. He just he, he opens, like the, opens door the gates and doesn't enter. And he's like, "Sorry." Then the cameraman comes past yeah. him. The cameraman pans the room. Mm-hmm. We see the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. Cut to science teacher. Yeah, science teachers in his room. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a little. Yeah, yeah. What happens in between that? It's super small, but it's like the the Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand's another one. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> so it goes young. <laughs> 
The TARDIS. <laughs> you. Me. Yeah. Me? You. I'm looking up her height now. Barbara, Barbara Streisand, Streisand. Cassie. Cassie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think so. Yeah, she's she's pretty small though, but I reckon. I'm tall for a Jew. Whoa. I oh. can say that. Okay, Barbara Streisand. She's also very Jewish. Yeah. Yeah, I know, and I'm tall for a Jew, so. Oh. Yeah, but so like you're tall for her. If she you're... is. Oh, I didn't look up height. You just looked her up? Yeah. Just looked up Wind Beneath My Wings and started playing it on YouTube. Um, Wrong person. That is Bette Midler. Dumb. Oh, shit. Dude, did you <laughs> hear Dude, that? Dude, Barbara is death taller than you. Okay, by one inch. Okay, how tall is Bette Midler? Tiny. Yeah, I think I think Bette Midler's. Well, I was thinking Bette Midler was Barbara Streisand. <laughs> so I think Bette Midler's taller than Cassie. But I think Barbara Streisand's taller than Bette Midler. So that means Bette Midler must be shorter than Cassie, unless the exact same height. Or half an inch. She's much shorter than me. Okay, so. But I'm much shorter. Like, I'm about as short as a woman gets. So I mean, like, she's like. Okay, so just, I don't have to go through them all, but it does go me, Andy, Barbara Streisand, you, Bette Midler, the girl from the comeback. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So now we've got that done. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Anyway, so then... Can you make a little um, chart for the Instagram? The history, yeah. history teacher. The height chart. I'll put them all next to each other. History teacher comes out and says, like, uh, wait for me in here, Susan. I'll get your book in a second. And then... Is that the Susan we were talking about for the rest of the episode? Yeah. Foreshadowing. Yeah. What? No. What? <laughs> they introduced a character. That's foreshadowing. I don't think it is. All right. Go on then. Anyway, yeah. So then... Uh, then uh, yeah, you're right. Then it goes to Ian. Well, the, actually, the history teacher, Barbara, enters Ian's room and is like, Ian. Yeah, how boring is this scene? Yeah, hey. Yeah, the interaction. And it went for so long. This is half just, the episode. Yeah. This is half the episode. Their interaction. They're, they're, they're talking. She's basically like, oi, this chick that I just, I'm getting the book for, she's fucked. Yeah. And then he's like, yes, I know. She's super smart. And by the way, that's a transatlantic accent um, that we're all doing. A lot of people called me out on that. Um but that's what that is. Okay. It's a, it's a type of accent. I wish I could do it. It looks like so much fun to do, especially when Kale does it. It is fun. Um, but he doesn't speak <laughs> in that. He speaks in a British accent. <laughs> I don't know but why I did it. But can you keep doing the transatlantic one Yeah, first? from now on. Yes, yeah. of course we can. I'm very smart. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> it looks like so much fun. As if you can't do it. Can't do it. And I've so tried Susan, alone. Susan's yeah. a very smart girl, very bright girl. She's quite intelligent, yes. And so they have this big long conversation about Susan mm. and they're, they're saying Susan's really smart. Yeah. And she picks up on things that other kids don't. At this point, it's fine. They're mm. not, they're not going too deep into it. They're saying basically Susan's smart. And then old nosy nosebag Barbara, she's just like, I wanted to visit Susan at her house. Red flags. Oh, uh, 100% red flags. Yeah. Stalk. Stalker. And like she's you like, guys say, I'm not allowed to hang out with kids, so this woman isn't. Yeah. And then Absolutely she's, not. she's like, so I went to the front desk at the school and I said, give me the address. Susan's address. Uh-huh. And they gave me an address and I went to that address. No, no. She said she called up first. I called that address. Yeah. Did anyone pick up the phone? No. No. And so I went to the address. Oh, no. The, maybe the, fo- like the phone didn't exist or something. And she was like, what? But the what address was it for? The phone didn't ring. Yeah. So she goes to the address and it's a junkyard. And she's like, and then so he's like, well, you, you've got the wrong address. Mm. And she's like, no, because I asked the desk again and they told me that was the right address. Dude, you make this so interesting. Now, if I was her at that point, <laughs> you know what I would think? I what? think they have the wrong address yeah. at the desk. Absolutely. But she did End that. of episode. But she was immediately like, this girl is a junkyard cat She was guys. like, <laughs> this girl is a regular rum-tum-tuggins. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's living in a junkyard. 
She's a scavenger, man. <laughs> what is that from? It's from Cats. <laughs> what, you've seen that new Cats film? No, I just know the term Rum Tum Tuggins. And there's the Majelical, Jellical Cats? I don't know. I literally only... Here's my Cats knowledge. Yeah. Rum Tum Tuggins. <laughs> and I don't even think I've got that right, if I'm being honest. My favourite um, joke from cats. In, <laughs> in Bojack Horseman is... The way the cat's ringtone is always from cats. Is it memories? No, it's the one that's like Jellico cats. <laughs> Did you say Jellico cats? Jellico. What is that? I don't know. No one knows. Have Real it. close, dude. Cat. Oh, what is it? The Rum Tum Tugger. Oh, it was close enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Rum Tum Tugger is dirty. Rum Tum Tuggins is way better. Yeah. How many people do you reckon like <laughs> dress up as cats when they're when they're Tugging. When they're tugging. When they're doing a rum tongue. <laughs> Wait, have you guys ever seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, yeah. There's that thing in that, that Cats is just a Broadway play of people who are brave enough to get on stage dressed as a cat, <laughs> and that's how it was created, and that's how it continues. Do you know what that's about? I looked it up. and Cats the, is fucked. The plot of Cats is the whole movie, they're trying to find the cat that that they all kill and then they become reborn as like the uber cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's that. What a weird... Well, I still don't understand it to be honest. I Sorry. watched it as a kid. Like, like the like musicals on SBS, tr- like a stage version. What you watch like it on TV. Yeah, but like okay. a stage version of it. Um, so what they try, they f- try to find a cat to kill to become... But the you want to be you the wanna cat. You want to be the cat. Like it's it's a big deal. You want to be the cat that everyone wants to kill. Yeah, because then you, then you get reborn as like a... Like the leader of the cats. Oh. Then and how do you become that cat? You just got to be dope. You just got to be like a sick ass cat that Rum Tug's just like, fuck, like, I like that cat. Kill him. Let's kill him and let's get him reborn. And then we're going to follow this cat. That and in the middle of all this. A very strange plot. It's a strange plot. But in the middle of all this, there's just some, some campy bullshit. And there's songs, yeah. And musicals, yeah. Yeah. Memory. That one. Is that song in there? Yeah, yeah that's, that's where, where it's, where it's from. from. Wow, okay. Um, I don't think Rum Tug sings that one. No, th- no, no. The um, Do you have a list of the cat's names up or something? I No, just a feline. You're just looking up just cats? Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, I just typed in Rum Tum Tugger. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it came up with Rum Tum Tugger. So. Oh, I was close, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that... that Musicals honestly fucked. I don't know who went to see that new one in the cinemas, the but I heard Gordon that someone one. took acid sure and started screaming. Yeah, just halfway through, which checks out. Yeah, uh, I mean, you could go see any film on acid and start screaming. Really. I feel like cats would be particularly damaging. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Definitely. So you actually apparently the technology's not great. It's very uncanny valley and odd, and yeah. Mm. I mean, Ricky Ricky Gervais definitely said it was average. Not sure if he watched it, but he said it was average. Well, I, I base all my opinions on Ricky Gervais. Dude, I definitely do. Wait, how about that God? Lame. Am I right? God sucks. Wait, we're <laughs> back to that Warwick guy now. Oh, we did a full 360. <sighs> okay, so it goes Warwick Davis. <laughs> Where's Ricky Gervais standing on? That's what I'm doing. Peter Dinklage. Oh, wait, you're- uh, on top of... Oh, fuck, I can't even remember. So go Warwick Davis. There's no one between Warwick Davis and Peter Dinklage. Above Peter Dinklage is the girl from one episode of The Comeback. Yeah. Above that is Bette Midler. No, 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 no. Bette Midler. Then, then you. Then Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I think it goes Barbara Streisand, Ricky Gervais, Andy, me. I would agree. Yelling. I would agree. Barbara Streisand, Ricky Gervais, me, you. Yeah, so Barbara Artists. Streisand is, is that how five, it goes? five. 
Ricky Gervais is, yeah, bigger than taller than 5'5". Five five. He's 173. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, cool. Not much taller than 5'5". Five no, five. true. No, okay, so... What's 5'5"? Five five? Like 168 or something? Well, I'm 5'4", and that's 165. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay, so Ricky Gervais, me, you, Tardis. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. And then uh, inside the uh, inside the inside TARDIS. the TARDIS is bigger than Yummy. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we got that sorted. Good. Okay, so guys, it's so hot. Can we talk about the show? Do you think that the science teacher and the history teacher have like a romantic? Are they thing? doinking? Yes. I look to be honest. I I have no idea because at the end of this episode. Oh, you mean during, like, at this time? I mean, like, at this time, are they, is there doinkage going? No, I mean, like, at this no. current time, yeah, no. right now, in like, 2019. Oh, right. Are those two yeah, at 90. least 90-year-old people? They're older than 90. What do you reckon? Are either of them dead? Both of them dead? Both of them dead. Fuck yeah, dude. Wait, That's metal ha- as fuck. Oh, <laughs> no. That's metal as fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I reckon they'd only be in their 80s. So, my dad was born in 1949, which would make him, like, 14 when this came out. Yeah. They were, like, 24. Yeah. So, they'd be, like, 80. Okay. Yeah, but they could were, very well be 20. doinking. No, they were like forty themselves. You reckon? Yeah, he was kind of old. So she's like, "I got this girl's living in a junkyard." So she's come to that conclusion. She's like, "There's no possible way that we just have the wrong information." To be fair, she's right. The girl was living in a junkyard, uh-huh. but she's like, "Okay, this girl lives in a junkyard." We have to go check her out at this junkyard. I don't know what they they think they're achieving by doing this. Also, don't they have like a regulatory body for this shit that you just report this shit to, like we do here? Yeah, probably. Or they could just like grow up and just let her live in a junkyard. She's like the smartest girl in the school. She's smarter than them. Just yeah, like- but no, no, no. We have to mention that she also can't do very basic stuff. Like she doesn't understand. Yeah, she's like, so the whole thing about her, well, this is kind of discussed a little bit later on because at this point in the episode, you're kind of only to believe that she's like super smart. Mm. And I think they do make small references. They well, that really- her homework is suffering. Yeah, they're like, oh, you know, she doesn't understand. So they're both dead, Andy. Uh, <laughs> so the man who played Ian, William Russell is his name. Yeah. 95 years old, still alive. Oh, still good kicking. job, guys. Good on you, Willie boy. And then you have Barbara, yeah. who was played by Jacqueline Hill. Yeah. Who is, uh, she died. Oh, shit. When did she die? When she was 63, so in 93. Oh, she was pretty young. So confirming again, they're not currently having sex. Not currently. Okay, but, but they maybe, could have. Maybe, but they had yeah. all the way from 19... When did she die? 63? She died 93. at... 63. Oh, she died at 60. So she died... That's like... This came out in... When did this come out? 64? I have no idea. 63. This show came out in 63, did yeah. it? Yeah. I wrote it down. Dude, uh, that's when like... You are right. Nearly like um, a hard day's night came out. Dude, that's like 30 years they could have been fucking for. Mm-hmm. Let's just assume they did fuck for 30 years. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. That it is, is really beautiful. nice. And then she died, which is sad. Yeah, I mean, he's... That's hard for him, dude. Because he's, he's still kicking. Yeah. I wonder where he lives. I don't know. Probably in a <laughs> fucking junkyard. All right. So. Still in the TARDIS. Yeah. He's, he's still passed out in the TARDIS. It sounds like I'm going slowly through this, but truly. You're like one quarter of the way through. I'm almost at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the history teacher and the science teacher, they're talking about this girl. Yeah. They bang. They're <laughs> potentially banging behind the scenes. I'm not sure. I mean, who is? To be fair, they didn't go into anything else but this one plot line yeah, in this episode. This girl. There was Susan no B Foreman. plot. There was no B plot. There was barely an A plot, if I'm being <laughs> honest. It was two people having a conversation. You know what's so bizarre about it? What? There was barely 
an A plot, yet this is one of like the most popular shows. Yeah. I, I have to say, I know it was mind blowing to me too. It, I was just like, what? People talk about this show a lot. People who like Doctor Who love Doctor Who. People think it's the best show ever made, and. I think it does get better as the episode go- goes on. I think there is potential. I will say that. So as once we get through the agonizing marathon that is this first conversation, there's some cool ideas at the end. So let's. I don't want to go too fast though. <laughs> I feel. I feel like I really have to go in depth on this got, conversation. I don't know. We've, we've raided people's heights for like a good forty-five minutes, and, we've, and we still also got time to fit in some Malcolm somehow in there. All right. All right. He's been discussed already. I think he has been discussed. We just have to meet the quota, which is. <laughs> One Malcolm per episode. Yeah. At, at I, you know what? Andy, you are right. I don't think we've talked about Malcolm this episode of all. We've, at all. We've talked about how. We definitely talked about Dewey. Uh-huh. Dewey. But I don't think Malcolm's come up yet. Uh, it may have been dropped by you at the start to to. Well, I said the got title. like a bad concussion. Yeah, no, he still the, got it, that bad concussion. He lo- uh-huh. he lo- he doesn't remember Malcolm in the middle. Is this real life? <laughs> this what is a real dream. life. Wow. What a dream. <laughs> Like, and then he's just rich. You know what? He's rich and he doesn't remember why. It's that's, so shit. That's the best for us. We could we could use this to our advantage when we write well, the new episode. The new you won't TV believe show. this, but I actually got him on board as a creative consultant <laughs> for my new thing. And so what I, I, I try and lean on him. So I'll be writing a scene and I'll be like just fucking crushing it. Like what I'm doing is I'm just necking monster energy drinks. I'm smashing the keys like you wouldn't believe. I'm writing the funniest shit you've ever seen. But also it's kind of heartbreaking because of the, the sad story. Mm. And I'm like, oh, WWHD, what would Hal do? And then I and then I then I look to Malk, Malk Frankie Muniz, and he's like, I don't fucking know. I and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Frankie, what do you reckon Hal would do at this point? And he's like, Mate, who's Hal? <laughs> I'm like, Are we doing this again? This is, 50, like, this is fifty first dates all over again. Oh, that's beautiful though. It is. I have to teach him about Malcolm in the Middle. Of every day. <laughs> do you show him a little tape every morning? Yeah. Well, it's 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 a he's summary com- tape. He's so coming it, in with a fresh mind though. Fresh yeah, ideas. Yeah. Fresh ideas, not good ideas. They're mostly about like. <laughs> Formula One and shit. I don't care about that. He does but, like dude, his car I mean, somehow into make it intera- interactive in the TV show. Include it. Okay. Okay. I didn't consider the fact that they could be driving a Formula One car the whole country. way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a hot new take. <laughs> I can't believe Malcolm hasn't pitched that. So Hal shows up at Dewey's front door and he's like, poof, poof, poof. he knocks on the door and Dewey answers. I'm it. the one who knocks. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. I like that. So he Thank knocks you. on the door. He goes. He 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 goes. Oh no! He goes to knock on the door. Ah, oh, okay. Let First me let he me throws step a pizza on the roof. Let me let me go back. So Dewey lives in an apartment. So he goes into the concierge desk and he says, uh, "I'm here to see my son. His name's Dewey." And then the concierge goes, "Oh, Mr. D. Yeah, follow me. He's young. He's cool. He's, he's gonna play." Wait, wait, who's he played by? You're not gonna believe it, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> But he's in disguise. Like, I've put a mustache on him. I really, and honestly. with a little hat. Like. You can't tell. I, I just didn't, I didn't want Reese in it. <laughs> and he, and he called he kept me. Calling. He kept calling. When he heard how had a new gig, he was like, I've yeah, got it. And, yeah. and, and Dewey's got more work? This is bullshit. Yeah. yeah and same. so he goes, oh, Mr. D, come on up. And he, he overacts it, let me tell you. Like, well, he's he, so excited. He's excited to get the work. And so he goes, he goes, they go to the front door and he's like, it's this apartment, apartment 2B. 
Uh, it's nothing to that. That's just the apartment number. And then and then he goes to knock, and then Hal goes, barrel, he knocks his hand away, barrel the camera, he goes, I'm the one who knocks. It's really, it's a good Woo! reference, Cassie. And Thank you. And this thing really writes itself. So I he, get writer's credit on this now. So he knocks, he knocks, and, and, a, and a lady answers the door, and she's holding a newborn child. And she's like, can I help you? And then this is where the audience really find out that, like, this is how bad the estrangements happened. Where he Dewey's married and with a kid that Hal has never even known about, and so this hits Hal and he's sad. And then Dewey comes to the door and he's like, and and well, he's like, ah, oh, is 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 Dewey here? And then she's like, ah, oh, Mister D. She says it as well. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> honestly, I was tired when I was writing this, but she goes and gets Dewey, and Dewey comes to the door and he's got this moment. He's like. What, babe? I was writing. I was. I was halfway through a chapter because he's an author. And then he comes to the door, and they have this moment where he looks and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And and they and like, the wife's like, "Who's this, Big D?" And then Big D. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, it? was I saying Big D? No, what was Mister D? Mister D. Uh, but I can. I'll chuck in Big D. She's like, "Who's this, Big D?" And he's like, "Take take Stevie to the next room." And he's named <laughs> he's named him after Stevie. The one in the wheelchair. Yeah, the one in the wheelchair. That's, that's, With asthma. That's a good thing because, like, fans of the show are really going to like that. They are. <laughs> they, they're going to like those little, like, throws and hints. Yeah, and then she goes in the next room and she puts on the TV and the theme tune plays from Malcolm <laughs> in the Middle. And that's meta because people are like, wait, are they watching Malcolm in the Middle? That doesn't make any sense. It's the future, dude. Or are they just watching a music video to that song? We, we can't see the we TV. We just don't we know. We don't know. Um, and so he... It'll be a real, it'll be a real it, talker for everyone. Except that yeah. it cuts and it is them watching Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> That's the end credits. The end credits <laughs> is them all sitting on the couch. Like Rose... What 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 sitcom begins with all of them on the couch? Is I think it's Rose... No, Roseanne's in Yeah, The Simpsons. That's yeah. it. Um, so it's like it's like them all running. It's like... Well, what we do for the end credits for this is we redo the entire Simpsons opening credits, but we, so we do it with the Malcolm characters. <laughs> But back to what I was saying. So he goes to the door and she's in the next room and he's like, what do you want? And then they have like a back and forth. He's like, he's like, where were you? You weren't even at the funeral. And then he's like, I know I fucked up. Like I, I got the, I got the dates wrong. He's like, how did you get the dates wrong? You were married for fucking 20 years. And there's back and forth. This all happens. And then he's like, I got a letter today from, from the lawyer. And then he opens it up and it's the letter saying like, I want <laughs> I want Hal and Dewey to drive across country to scatter my ashes, yeah. which is the plot of the film. And then, so this is where Dewey says no. And then Hal says, before you say no, I want you to come downstairs with me. And then Dewey Dewey's doesn't want to. And he's like, fuck you, dad. He's like, I know, but just come downstairs with me. I think you're going to like this. And they go downstairs and parked out the front of his apartment building is a Formula One car. And that's the thing that gets him over the line. It took so long to and get there. And then he'll scatter his so mum's ashes yeah, because he's, the Formula he's One. Like, he's like, well, I can't say no to this Formula One car. And then, and then, this but, what, is, oh, but, oh, but what they don't, what happens is when they, the car starts and they immediately rev to like 200 Ks an hour because Formula One cars are mm, fast. Mm. The lid flies off the ashes and the ashes just fly oh, out. Yeah. There is something else that happens. So he goes, son, are you going to come with me? And and Dewey goes, I, I don't know. He's, he's thinking. And he goes, he and he goes, yes, no, 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 maybe. maybe. I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> Can you repeat the question? And then, 
boom, Malcolm in the middle, the movie comes up on the screen and then he gets in the car and then you're not the person me starts playing as they drive off. That's the big, that's the opening credits. Dude, how do I get it on a funding level? Uh, just give me a shitload of money and okay, I'll make cool. it. Okay, cool. Yeah, because like takes. this screams Oscar bait. Uh, it is Oscar bait and... There's going to be a lot of roles for they're going to it's going to be one of those movies with a lot of cameos. Yeah. No, I feel it, but I'm like here for it. Yeah. So yeah, we would so they Talk to who? So doctor so they're having the conversation that the girl's smart. Yeah. They're saying, you know, like she's but like but like Cassie said they're also having that conversation where it's like but there are also parts where she's a little dumb little, dumb little, 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 little like, Debbie dumb shit. Yeah. At that point, that's when they're discussing like we I I I'm worried about her. I wanted to f- you know, Susan, uh, Barbara was like, I followed her. We can I, talk that Susan's 30 as well. Yeah, she That's another thing. She's, yeah, she's definitely not 15, definitely not even a, like a, even a college student. She's yeah. old, old enough to be a mum. Barbara wants to follow her, wants to find out where she's going because she's, in a nice quality, she's worried that she is just sleeping in a junkyard. Yeah. And then... And they, they do mention her granddad at the, around here. They're yeah. like, she lives with her granddad. Who's a who, doctor. And he doesn't like people. He doesn't yeah, like he's a people. doctor, doesn't like strangers. And then... I don't want to... EM was like, the, the science teacher was like, oh, that's ironic because, you know, what kind of doctor doesn't have to deal with people all the time? Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. It's not very clever. <laughs> not much to that um well he's not on the writing stuff of malcolm true true um and so there's this back and forth about whether they're going to go visit the house and then they decide to go talk to the girl because as this is happening they've still got her book Mm. um and so then they go into the room and meet up with the girl and she's listening to some some music Mm -hmm. and like some john something at the time like yeah john someone and she was like oh isn't this lovely and then he the te- like she like didn't think the the science teacher would know about it, but he's kind of groovy and classy. And yeah, like, he's like. But then he predatory. Goes, but no, he goes like he's, he's predatory. Like, <laughs> he's like this band, and he went on to sing this song, and she's like, "Oh, I can't believe you knew that." He's like, "Yeah, like I know more than you think, but also I have sensitive ears." Yeah, and then Turn she's like, down. "Oh, sorry," and she turns off. That was weird. Yeah, yeah, he also, got aggressive real quick. Yeah, why I mean, like set him up as a cool guy, then make like. There's never been no one's like, hey man, super cool, but turn that down. The the what I think was pretty bad about this episode was like everything happened so like every change happened so quickly and dramatically. Yeah, like people got angry way too quickly. Like for instance, like Susan when she was like, I can't do this equation. It needs a D and an E, and like she just like yeah, like would just get like really like aggressive well, or like was, startled was, in like two seconds, and like it was blowing her mind, but it shouldn't have been because yeah. she knew where she was. Totally, we're spoiling things here, but she's an alien. Yeah, well, I mean, she, well the yeah. well the she's episode like title, human, yeah, no, she's an alien. It's yeah, she's an alien. The episode title is, but they're like an humans. unearthly child. They're like humans, but they're also from. They're just able to look like humans. Yeah, and they're also from like a. Uh, she could be a goo machine. They're from the forty fifth century. Yeah, for, exactly. Four thousand six hundred years old. I mean, it was just a lot about these two people just trying to wonder whether or not. Yeah. To stalk or search or. So they give Susan the book. Try and look after Susan. Yeah. And Susan balls out, big dicks both of them, and she's like. I'll have this back to you by tomorrow. And we're talking a thick book. Yeah, this is a big book. And the lady's like, well, you, you know, finish the yeah, book. Finish and the she's book like, when you can. trust me, woman. I'll have it back to you tomorrow. The book's going to be back to you by tomorrow. I don't, is it smart to read a book quickly? Is that something that proves you're smart? I don't even think it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe back in the time it was just, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But also, 
what does that mean? Does it mean she reads it in a day or when she time like when they travel? Oh shit! Yeah, that's true. I hadn't more thought time. about that. That's what I was like. I was like, also oh. thinking that I just she thought- probably doesn't sleep. Yes, yeah, yeah, I was like, that's what I'd love my initial thought. A book that thick yeah, without no sleeping. True. You know, I didn't think about that. But also not sleeping to read a book is still insane. Like, you know, oh, like there's like a bunch of shit that was like, I was like, what I the think f- you're onto something there, Andy. I think she's going to go on adventures for yeah. God knows how long yeah. and then she'll be back. Like it could be a hundred years. Yeah, but it'll be the same night to them. Yeah. Oh, that's dope, dude. Good book. Not good book, good show. <laughs> but you don't know. The, the book could have been good as well. I mean, Although at the end she was like, we could go to a different time. Like they were pretty set in that time. No, no, but the the point is that she will go to a different time, but she'll take the book with her. Right. And then at some point, it could be 100 years from now, she'll return to this time and give back the book. And to but them, it'll always be, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. To them it will seem like a day's past. Yeah, okay. So while she's going to this school, she she could have lived a thousand years, but yeah. always keep coming back. I'm going to throw in a reference that we all understand. If it's you say warm bodies, no, I'm going to gut you. What the hell? That has nothing to do with time, I don't think. I'm talking about the hyperbolic time chamber on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Are you calling me an idiot when you're the one that mentions warm bodies every week? Yeah, I reckon like, I mentioned Mark, it twice. Way to mention warm bodies out of context. <laughs> um, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bitch, but there's no fucking time travel in warm bodies. There's dumb no shit. time in warm bodies. He there's said only there was no love time. that brings you back from the dead. <laughs> Dumbass. It's yeah, just a good movie. It's a real good plot. It makes sense. Have you ever kissed a zombie? <laughs> no. Duh. I have. So to summarize, uh-huh. these two teachers have a single conversation and then give a book back. Yeah. Okay. And then, then she does something quite weird. They're like, she, they're like uh, Ian, Ian goes, look, I'm, I'm taking Barbara home. I've got a spare seat in my car if you'd like a lift. And then... Uh, Susan, the student. She's like, I like to walk. Yeah, I like to walk in this fog. And then randomly Barbara pipes up and is like, what do you mean? Like, And then like- Yeah, Ian Barbara would ask a lot of questions. Yeah, and then that's he, the and thing. Then, and, but she got like weirdly angry about What do you mean you like to walk in the fog? <laughs> yeah, that's insane. <laughs> and then um, Ian like pipes up and is like, I oh, don't worry. Like, you know, if you like that, like, cool. chill, bitch. Yeah. Like, and then they leave and then- Susan starts I, like- I, I, I don't know if we really touched on the fact, like, let's just go back to the girl, when they were talking about the conversation, they did have like a back and forth being like, yeah, she's fucking like, she's smart, but she's weird. Like you did mention, like they give her an equation and she's like, like physically can't solve it. Cause he's like, what do you mean? Like find out what the, what A plus B plus C is. And she's like, what about D E? Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, and this was fucking on the nose. And he was like, well, and then she's like, D the, the fourth dimension. He's like, the fourth dimension. Oh, time. And then she's like, what about like E? e and he's like, space. do you mean a fifth dimension? Well, I guess there could be a fifth dimension. And then she's like, it's space. Yeah. Ooh, that old shit. And, um, but, but also during the, these cutscenes, the overdubbing is like awful. Oh, the like, ADR in this whole episode is absolutely <laughs> yeah. garbage. Yeah, it's real bad. They've come a long way in technology. Technology. And also just getting it right. Yeah, yeah. And was there anything else that kind of blew her mind? Like um, she couldn't, or was it she literally just the, She couldn't do the pennies to, or the cents to dollar and she like thought that was the decimal. Oh, in that the decimal was such system. a dumb cutaway and, as well. And all the kids were just laughing at yeah, her and stuff They were the like classroom. bullying her for it. But it was this thing where they didn't need to cut to a scene because she was like, she was like, the funniest thing happened the other day. Like I told her to convert pennies to decimals and she couldn't do it. Well, that doesn't make sense. No, Pen- it was like the pound. She's like, how many shillings are in a pound? Yeah, and she couldn't do it. And then you think that's the end, but then they cut to a scene of her going like, 
I don't know. Yeah. And then the whole class being like, ah, like ah, ha, ha, ha. and then and then she's like, oh wait, that's right. You guys don't. You guys have the decimal system in the future. And then they're like, yeah. what? She's not good at hiding. <laughs> the fact yeah. That she's yeah, like, she's yeah. like, you don't have she's it yet. States, yeah, exactly. She's really and obvious she that she's from a different time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When she yeah. re- like realizes, she's like always super obvious that she's in a different time. I mean, I'm saying that, but to be fair, if someone said that in high school, I'd be like, weird kid. Hope he doesn't shoot me one day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like that, that would basically be my Oh, reaction. as a student, you wouldn't think anything of it. As a teacher, yeah. they obviously did. And they were like, I'm going to stalk you. Yeah, but they kind of Imagine just, if that's what teachers did these days. I feel like they just thought she was probably going to give the other kids nits or something. And that's why they've gone. They're like, oh. If she we don't act- want another nits outbreak. If she actually lives in a junkyard, she's done. I don't want to bring junkyard nits to the school. Or I, any cats. Oh, God junkyard damn. cats. If, if she brings a rum tum tugger. <laughs> She's rum, out. What about a rum? What about a rum tum tuggins? Oh, all right. I'll 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 accept a tuggins, <laughs> but not a tugger. <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyway, the teachers then like once they she declines the offer of the drive, the teachers leave the room, and then she like gets on the table and starts splotching down on a piece of paper. Okay, the ink. This scene is fucking weird. I didn't get it. Yeah. Did you I, guys get it? No, I, I didn't get it. This. And then she f- she was like. She was about to leave, and then she's like, "Oh wait, I'll fold the piece of paper in half." And then she folds it up, and then oh, she sees, thinks no she idea. sees something, then draws a hexagon on it, and then freaks herself out. Yeah, just she to like explain, it's like herself? one of those it's like a raw shark. Like a, yeah, yeah raw it's shark like a raw dash. shark painting that she draws a, di- a, a hexagon, he- around. hexagon around, and then and then like, panics. Yeah, and then panics. freaks herself out, and like looks like sort of like does like a fourth breaks yeah. the fourth wall a little bit, but like but it's just worry. ridiculous. It's not explained. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. It's not talked about at all. No point. Yeah, everyone think about this scene when we do our readings. Is it just is it just there to make it seem like she's mysterious or like she's got like Yeah, I don't know, she's fucked, hey. Yeah. So they follow <laughs> her home. Yeah, so in the end they park the car, they get to the, the, the junkyard. It's dark. It's nighttime. It's the problem with this setting is this is black and white TV. Yeah. It's meant to be like pitch black, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And there's not much lighting because they're in a junkyard. They have, up their, the street. They, they have their headlights on. Yeah, so they can look at the, the junkyard itself. But yeah. then when they see Susan, they keep the headlights on, but then turn them off when they exit the car to get into the junkyard after Susan. Okay, but, but here's the thing. Wouldn't Susan walk up to the door, be like, there's, there's, there's a car there hmm. with its headlight shining on this door and my teacher's yelling at each other within the car. <laughs> I might go up to the car and be like, hey, why would you follow me home? What's going on? But they basically have an argument in the car. She she opens the door when the headlights are blasting on the door and then goes inside the junkyard. The junkyard. And they're like, fucking knew it. This this nit bitch this is gonna, is, lives in a junkyard. This she, is a jellical cat. She is a dirty jellical cat. <laughs> Hope we don't find Ron Tum Tuggins in here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine can you rename one of your cats from Tom Tom? <laughs> <laughs> it's not too late. It's really the not at all. The deaf one won't even know. Yeah, they won't have a clue. I can sing memories to him all the time. <laughs> and so she 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 goes in to the to the thing, and they're like, you know what? Let's do some home invasion as well. We've already followed an underage girl home from high school. Yeah, and we definitely fucked on the way. <laughs> That's not even a question. <laughs> what would they have done if she accepted the drive home? Would they have still... Well, that was the plan. The plan in. was to get in. Well, <laughs> would they would have fucked. Yeah, would they have fucked if they... I reckon they would be like, hey, Samantha. I know that's Susan. Susan. Susan, take the wheel. And then she drives. <laughs> turn up the radio. Turn up the radio. And then she... And like, don't look in your rear yeah, view mirror. And she'd like... 
click on the radio and it'd be like, kiss me, <laughs> it's so easy to leave me. And then in the back, it would get all like, and then they'd do the Titanic thing. <laughs> Fog, that's where it originated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did the Titanic hat. That's dope. Uh, because that's her favorite song because she lives in a junkyard. And so she can relate to the message of the song. She's just dying to be the sacrificed cat. Exactly. And so they fuck and then they go to the, and she goes in the junkyard. Mm. They follow her in mm-hmm. and then instantly she's, she's not, she's not there. Yeah. She's gone. She's disappeared. And they're looking through the junkyard and they're like kind of amazed. And then they see, no. And then Barbara sees the police booth and she's like, have a look at this. And he walks over. He's like, what is this doing in here? Yeah, these and are I'm, usually on the street. Yeah, and I'm like, it's a junkyard. Yeah. It's not weird that there's an item in a junkyard that's usually on the street. Totally. That's, I mean, that's where everything, there's a mannequin over there. That's when in a shop. When you throw your stuff out, yeah. when it it's goes old, to a junkyard. When it's old, it's, and then he's like, it's, it's, it's humming. It's like it's alive. Yeah, okay. Dude, that's what a working fucking phone booth probably does. This dude's like, jump into so many My fridge yeah. would freak this guy the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, your fridge. <laughs> he, would he would be cry. like, your fridge is alive. Yeah. Your fridge is fucking a transformer. Yeah. Not fucking, your fridge is, is a fucking tra- truck. No, but it's also is, fucking yeah, a transformer. It's probably doing both. You know, yeah. Andy, no, I seriously. think you nailed that. <laughs> Andy, every night I like get a knock on the door, I open it, it's fucking Bumblebee. Fuck yeah. And it just <laughs> goes out of it, goes out of it, your fridge. Dope. Is that where all those like weird green juices are in your fridge? Just it's just Bumblebee, Bumblebee semen. Cum. Yeah. Bumblebee cum. Um, so his, mm. his mind is blown at a, at, and, and a police box, we don't have them anymore. I think it's like a phone booth. Yeah. I mean, that I only calls the police. That only calls the police. Which oh. is weird. You know what? Fun. Normal phone booths are better. You can call the police from hey, a normal phone booth. you can also booth. call other people. That's probably why I was in the junkyard. Yeah. They threw, you know what happened? They threw it out because it was shit. <laughs> they were like- Dated guy, technology. Yeah. One guy's like, I built a phone booth, right? But you can only call the police. And then someone else was like, oh no, we'll just use the other phone booth. Chuck this in the junkyard. And then this guy showed up. He was like, what is happening? <laughs> this doesn't make sense. It's alive. It's his brother who invented it. So he's <laughs> like, it should be on the street. He's <laughs> really keen on the invention. He <laughs> thinks it's a great idea. Yeah. And so they come to the conclusion that this booth is alive. And then they hear her as well. Yeah. The doctor comes in. Yep, doctor does come in. And it's pitch black and, room, but and, it's sitting the same. And they hide for about a second. Mm. They, they, why they bothered hiding, I don't know. And they were talking at completely normal volume, yeah. less I, than a meter away from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, really close by. So he comes in and he's like, Susan or whatever the fuck her name mm-hmm. was. And then she's like, yes. And then they, and, and then as soon as these guys hear that, they get out and he's like, you motherfucker. And, and <laughs> at this point, I don't know what the doctor's supposed to think because he's like, whoa, get out of my house, which is a junkyard, an indoor <laughs> junkyard. Regardless, it, it is indoor. It's indoors. I don't think it is. It is. They open doors to get in. I mean, it's, but it's, I mean, that's I like it was saying, like a gate. I thought it was a gate. It wasn't a door. Okay. Like there was no like roof over it. Oh, I think there was a roof. Nah. Partially roof maybe from like someone else's shade or something. I don't know. But what do you mean from someone else's shade? Like overhanging like awnings, I guess. I don't, I don't know if I can, man, stop judging me. I'm not sure if either of this is important, gentlemen. Look, I think <laughs> it's really important how much shade was over this, this I, junkyard. Okay. So the doctor comes in, he's instantly abused by these two people. And they're like, where the fuck is is she? And he's like, chill out. Like, for one thing, fuck are you doing on my property? Get out. And then there's like a back and forth. He's like, the girl's not here. I don't 
know why? Because he didn't want them going in the TARDIS. And there's like a back and forth. And eventually they're like, if you don't tell us where she is, we're going to go to the police. Mm. And then, so what happened? Like, I mean, the weirdest part about this is, and he's like, he initially says like something about like, don't, uh, like, yeah, okay, like that's silly, blah, 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 blah. And then he changes tact and he's like, all right, go tell the police. I'll wait right here. And it's like, it could take them fucking forever to find a police officer. Yeah. And I'm, then secondly, the, why don't just use the phone booth? True. <laughs> it's <laughs> literally booth. its only purpose. <laughs> it's like, we have to go get the police. If only there was a fucking phone booth. If there was only if there was a machine where all we I could mean, do he, was call the police. He even established that it was on. Yeah. They had even they'd gone that far to be like, it's alive. Why didn't they go in it to call the police? You're, you're 100% right there, Andy. So they're like, we have to go to the police. And then he's like, well, if we go to the police, he can run. Where he's running to, God knows what. He's not done anything wrong. And that, and that's the thing, though. He tried to convince him. He's like, I won't run. Um, remember, like, Look, I'll be right here. And it's like, dude. What kind of convincing? You could easily run. Like, but he hasn't done anything. Totally. Of he's course just, he has He's come home to his junkyard house. But they think he's... <laughs> they think he... Because they don't know he's the doctor. Oh, that's right. They thought that he was holding her captive. Yeah, within, in a phone booth. Which which is such a stretch because they had already established the fact that that's where she lives. And that she freely walked home and into it. Yeah. Exactly. And she goes to and from there every day to get to school. Yeah. yeah and but, then they also hear her voice when he opens it and she goes, oh, there you are. And yeah. also... Like, not what I say to my kidnappers yeah and, and, and i mean how frequently does that happen the kidnappings yeah. like oh, every couple of days oh no mm-hmm. no um but but also like if if it is a phone booth which they think it is yeah if she was kidnapped you'd hear her like knocking around in yeah there. yeah it's knocking bizarre around. so they 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 have a back and forth and eventually they're, they're like we're gonna go to the police and then she just puts her head out and she's like sup sup guys uh uh, I was listening to your conversation. Not kidnapped. Uh, and then they then they go in. Yeah, to the Barbara phone busts in there. She's yeah, like, she busts Barbara in busts. Good. Yeah, she busts yeah. in real good. So this is the next scene. This is the last scene. So Not only is it the last scene, but it is the third scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So they now they're in the TARDIS. They're in the TARDIS. The man. TARDIS is a is a big as we've discussed. Sorry, the TARDIS is bigger than Yao Ming. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are yeah. like picturing it, bigger than Yao Ming. Yeah, I reckon. You could fit fifty Yao Ming's within the TARDIS. Fifty? Whoa, dude! No, I'm talking crammed. Okay. Not, not, not standing on top of each other. Just like in a crowd. Oh, like Actually, obviously you know not what? standing in trouble. Of each yeah, other. on top I'm, of each other, you're maxing out at two and a half. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> I reckon you could fit fifty quite comfortably. I don't think you. Could it was fit pretty two big. They moved around a lot in there. But look, so like, yeah, they jump into the TARDIS. They both freak out. They're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, what's happening? Yeah. And then she then then she spills the bean. She's like, well, mm, yeah, we're, spa- we're we're travelers. We travel through time. We're yeah. actually ailings, et cetera, et cetera. And she's like, you're in the TARDIS. And they're like, what the fuck is like, a TARDIS? I, she's like, I named it the TARDIS. And I wrote down what TARDIS stands for. Because right, I, I, I never up. knew this. Yeah, it's, neither did I. It stands for, I've got to find it in my notes, uh, time and relative dimension in space. Mm. is what TARDIS is. T-A-R-D-I-S. So basically, the TARDIS, what, what is it? <laughs> it's like a time machine. It is it's a, time a time machine. machine. Yeah. Well, I, 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 think, I think time moves around the TARDIS see, and the TARDIS is always stays the same. See, I don't think it does necessarily. No, because I, it's, it's the re- time and relative dimension in space. So it is, time, time moves around it. It's always the relative, the relative time. Dimension. So everything, so they'll stay in the TARDIS and they'll be like, make time move around us. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. 
But if E, D, and E were space and time, time and space, respectively, yeah, wouldn't relative on a Tardis? Yeah, 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 totally. Thanks, dude. Yeah, so nerdy. And they're basically like they're then then she's spilling the beans, and this is where it got a little bit dark because hectic. This is where it gets pretty hectic, and this is kind of where it gets like to the point where I'm like, yeah, okay, this is actually getting cool because it gets all like sci-fi where they're like, where he's like, you wouldn't understand the doctor. He's like, you wouldn't understand like. We travel through everywhere in time. You're stupid, and and yeah, and I knew you shouldn't have gone to that school. And she's like, I love that school. I love you guys teaching me. And yeah, she's like, I, I love England in the sixties. Yeah, and no, I think she said the twenties. What? Why do you that. not know time, dude? No, they're in the sixties. Yeah, no, but I'm pretty sure she said I even love twentieth century. Ah, uh, Cassie nailed it. Killed Thank it. You. Crushed it. And so they, they they go some pretty deep sci-fi here talking about like time travel, dimension travel, all this dope shit. And basically then the doctor, this is where you think the doctor's going to get dark because yeah. he's like, we can't let them leave. Yeah, he actually, but I mean, he does sort of get dark. He electrocutes the shit out of the guy. Yeah. On purpose. Well, the well. guy, and the guy is super macho about yeah. it. He's like, well, fuck you, doctor. And he goes up to I'm like, out sort of here. I'm going to, I'm going to press some buttons ra- randomly. And then the doctor's like, you probably shouldn't. And he does. And it electrocutes And him. this is so out of time. They have like a electric, electricity sort of sh- circuit sound. Yeah. And it happens well before that guy gets shocked. But um, <laughs> it, it to me, I like this scene sort of, but it also, and like that's when like it, the, doc, uh, the science teacher was kind of like getting aggressive towards the doctor. He's like grabbing his collar and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you thought he was like, going to throw a punch. Yeah, it kind of looked like he was going to go fisticuffs. And so at this scene, the doctor's basically going like, you can't go. He's saying, I want to go. Sandra, Barbara, wants, Barbara wants to go. Susan's, Susan's like, just let them leave. Let them leave. And he's like, they can't leave. They know too much. And she's like, no one will believe them. They don't even believe we're telling the truth. Yeah. And, and he pulls his daughter. Then the doctor pulls his granddaughter aside. And he's like, tells her about like, you know, like, but if you even just have that one in. Uh, oh, that was cool. That was that cool. Seed and like. Yeah. Because he was like, he was like, the knowledge that they're getting now is super. And like, can change history. And they're yeah. like, what if like. I can't remember the examples they gave. They, were they like, said, what if the Romans had gunpowder? Yeah, yeah that yeah, kind of shit. Yeah. That was dope. That was cool. And then, and then, so that's when, uh, and then like they were back and Ian, the science teacher was like, I just want to get out of here and we're being all macho again. And then Barbara sparks, well, said something and then he just goes, see the seeds planted. So she said something that was like, what happens if there is like an ultimate dimension? And yeah. then he's like, see, the seed is planted. We can't let them leave. And then we get some like, fucking sci-fi like swirls on the screen yeah. and like that's when they time travel they're time traveling so like swirls come on the screen and like, and this is the second time we've seen non-consensual time travel <laughs> in it is. test pilot history that's huge yeah we're not that deep into the show like yeah. when was the first uh, one? Sliders. sliders that was dimension travel uh, yeah. to be fair when that happened i was like this feels similar we see that they've traveled through time and for some reason this is too much for the man and the woman ian and, the, barbara, ian and barbara the science because they're, they're both things. like are they dead or passed out i think they're passed out i don't think they're gonna get killed but also like where does i that think go that from they're there? probably part of the season I don't. Neither. Here's what oh. I think. I reckon they might be in for two more episodes. I think that's it for them. And I think that what that was doing, because, okay, so we get this scene, Ian and Barbara are passed out, and then we go outside and we see that the TARDIS has moved. Into like and a it's, sand. And it's on like a, it's, it's like, like on a sand, sand planet. A sand planet. And then we kind of see like a Shadow. a silhouette of like a, a monster walking towards the TARDIS. It's humanoid, definitely. It's like, it's like a, bipedal. It's, a, it's, it's, like a, it's like a Yeti man. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I think that what this is setting up, without without showing it, I think the implication is that they're going to open the door, they're going to kick them out of the TARDIS, and then they're going to travel on. Oh, my God. Brutal. And leave them to be devoured by the, the monster men. Brutal. I might also be wrong. Also, love it. Might be wrong. But that's that's what I think the ending of the episode All right. signified. Now, hot take. Here's the thing. I want to just, I just really want to clarify how quickly we could have gone through the plot of the uh-huh, show. Uh-huh. And that is by saying this. Two people have a conversation. <laughs> they then give a book to a girl. They follow the girl home. They go inside her junkyard house. They meet the doctor. They go inside the phone booth, which is actually a time machine. They travel through time. That's all that happened in that episode. The only, only thing I would change is that I would set up a little bit of context as to why they had a chat with the uh, school kid. Because she was a bit bizarre, kind of showcased that she was a little bit strange. Yeah. yeah, But it was like the sheer fact that we talked about this for this long oh, is yeah. incredible. You got to remember though, it was definitely uh, broken, up, broken up by Malcolm, some weird height. Height charts. Height charts. Height charts. Very that necessary are, height charts. Absolutely. They're yeah. gonna, I think they're going to be remaining in our podcast from now on. The great thing is people are really going to get a sense for the scale of the TARDIS in mm, this. Yeah. Like, yeah. They'll be like, okay, so the TARDIS is big. Oh, it's not that. I guess Yao Ming's bigger than the TARDIS. Yeah. And then inside the, the TARDIS. inside the TARDIS, they know that it's about two point five Yao Ming's high. About fifty Yao Ming's grouped together mm-hmm. in in like in capacity. Yeah. Um, absolutely. In area. Yeah. So that leads us on to a lot of people's favorite part of the podcast. It's where we rate the the episode. So Andy, what are you giving this one? I'm giving it a four. A four. <laughs> Cassie? I'm giving it a 0.5 and that's purely for being under 25 minutes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give this one a three because I think the potential was there at the end. It was just very short. Yeah. So you're ba- you're giving it a three for the last 30 seconds. Yes. Yeah, but you're giving it a, a 0.5 for the fact that it was 25 less than That's how it got its 0.5. Yeah. It didn't get three points for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, you but know? that was an amazing thing. That was Oscar-worthy 30 seconds <laughs> right there. Here's something interesting. At the start of this episode, I said to Andy, I reckon you show up to the podcast not knowing what your next episode's going to be and then just say something on the spot. Oh, did you do that? I've I've I forgot that that's what we do here. <laughs> you have so you've had so long too. I've had so long. I've had a month to pick this. I'm gonna need to pause here. Have a have a quick think. No, you just back. throw one out. I can't throw one out. Throw it, one out. It's gonna be as bad as this. No, was. because then we end up in this situation. Yeah, and that was fine. I actually enjoyed. It that. was fine. It, yeah. was, it was fine. Three we minutes sp- of content. We yeah. spent way more time talking about Yao Ming. No, I'm gonna. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, give it a pause. I'm, I'm not pee. against that. All right, we are back. I really fucked up this week. I forgot that we we pick shows. So fucking hypocritical, dude. I know. And After I can't, just laying into him for the same it. thing. I can't believe this it. episode is the one time you try to attack yeah. someone and you've just done it. It's yourself. the one time on this podcast I've ever attacked anyone. Yeah. And look what. <laughs> yes. Happens. Ridiculous. Usually, you're so calm. To be fair, I'm nothing if not hypocritical on this podcast twenty four seven. What show have I picked? Well, I think you should first describe how you've gone, gotten here. Just gone on Netflix? I went on... What I did is, <laughs> is I was like, where do they have TV shows? And I went on Netflix and I just started scrolling. And then I came start. up with nothing good. And uh, Cassie mentioned swapping weeks and I was like, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> that goes against everything Test Pilot stands for. Exactly. And to be honest, I can't handle another Cassie episode. I haven't had one in ages. My last one was a 10 out of 10. And then it, w- it was mentioned 
that we we've dipped our toe into Korean dramas, mm. and I think from it we were all quite confused, and we we didn't know what to make of Korean dramas, and that is potentially because we haven't watched enough Korean drama. I would say I'm I'm definitely not a uh, connoisseur connoisseur of the Korean dramas. That's for sure. Okay, and what if I was to tell you that there's a, a Korean drama that came out in 2019, very current, mm. we like current shows, set in the mythological world of Arthdal. Oh, fucking hell. Called Arthdal Chronicles. Oi, I am oh, sorry. so interested. In the, and I'll read out the a quick description, and this is for you, Cassie. I can tell because you're looking directly into my eyes. In the mythical land of Arth. Oh, good. The inhabitants of the ancient city of Arthdal mm. and its surrounding regions vie for power as they build a new society. It's a fantasy romance, Korean drama. And the first episode is one hour and 20 minutes. Ah, oh, you are so lovely to me. So please join us next week <laughs> when we are going to be going deep, deep. into the realm of Arthdal. <laughs> when we explore the Arthdal Chronicles, thank you for listening. If you want to recommend shows to us, email in at testpilotpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us. Send us emails. Do whatever you want. We love all of you. It's good to be back. I think we really shone tonight. Uh, it was a great episode. Oh, It was hot. Yeah. It was I really hot in this apartment. Covered in sweat right I'm now. sweaty boy. Thanks for the recommendation, David. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Where does Dave fall on the scale? Just before, <laughs> just before I hit that that theme tune uh, button after the TARDIS. So what? As in, yeah. So as, as, as in inside TARDIS, Yao Ming outside TARDIS or TARDIS. Uh, then David, then Mark. 